got a big day today. We've got uh, several big interviews we have to do today. I'm going to be here working hard, sweating like crazy, but I will smell as fresh as a daisy because I've got sweat block. Yes, that's right. Sweat block. Sweat block blocks sweat. That's why they call it sweat block. And it really does block sweat. I mean, it blocks like all sweat. Like you put it under your arms and for five or six days, you don't sweat under your arm. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy great. If you're a fan of sweating, don't get sweat block. If you don't like sweating and stinking up a room, get sweat block. It blocks sweat. But will you sweat with sweat block? No, because it blocks the sweat. Oh! Sweat block. Get the wipes now. They're great. They're fantastic. I use them all the time. Sweat block. Do they also have regular deodorant that works super well? They got sweat block. Get the wipes now. Sweat block at sweatblock.com. Find out your own stuff. What do you interview? I just have questions about... I'm trying to tell you about... Sweat Something block. that will block sweat. Sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK and get 20% off of Sweatblock. What a coincidence, and I'm Glenn Beck. How did that happen? <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so glad to be here, and I'm glad you're listening from behind my cardboard microphone. I'm going to give you all of the information that you need today. We're going to we're going to start. Um, in fact, let me let me play it now. Uh, we've got uh, cut seven. Here's Joe Biden yesterday. Vim and vigor. They're making a great case on why he just signed. Uh, a veto for the anti-ESG bill. Here it is. I just signed this veto because the legislation passed by the Congress would put at risk the retirement savings of individuals across the country. They couldn't take into consideration investments that wouldn't be impacted by climate, impacted by overpaying executives, and that's why I decided to veto it. It makes sense to veto it. Okay, that's not what that bill is saying, but I... They think you're stupid. And <laughs> I go to Kamala Harris for evidence and um, a conspiracy theory that seems to be coming true. Fed now. What's that? Oh, I can't wait to tell you. We begin in 60 seconds. Good ranchers. America's farmers and ranchers are counting on us. We need to ask. Act. Did you see in, uh, where was it, the Netherlands, where all the farmers, man, farmers, I would love for you to run for office. Uh, They are running for office in the Netherlands, and they are now, I believe, the biggest party in the Netherlands, are they not? All these farmers were like, enough of this ESG stuff. 
and uh, you're going to kill everybody because you're not letting us use fertilizer. Well, they organized, and uh, and guess what? The farmers in the Netherlands are back on top. Now, here's the problem. In America, we haven't done that yet. And our ranchers and our farmers are really struggling. But don't worry. That's right. Bill Gates is in your neighborhood, and he's buying up farmland. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, why don't you order your meat from good ranchers? Right now, about uh, 70 or 80% of the meat that you find in your supermarkets, not from America. Even though it has a little sticker on it that says, oh, American product. No, it's not. It's not. Goodranchers.com. It is. And you'll get free bacon for a year. Wait a minute. Bacon? There's 24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added to each box for a year. This is a subscription. You just say, hey, we eat this much chicken. We want, uh, we want ground beef, etc., etc. And you order it. And your price locks in for as long as you have the subscription. Meat prices are going to go through the roof. Another 15% this year. This offer is not going to last forever with the free bacon, so get it now. When you subscribe, you'll get Good Ranchers price lock guarantee. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Beck. GoodRanchers.com. Well, hello, Stu. Glad back. How are you? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, you know they're uh, they're they're putting up uh, barricades now uh, around um, the um, Manhattan Criminal Court. Let's put this. Can we show them? There it is. They're coming out of the truck right there. The barricades. Those barricades would stop anything. <laughs> well, they're, they're pretty short and <laughs> bike racks, basically. Right. Yeah. But they'd stop anything. Yeah. Well. And they've got to stop that teeming crowd. Of Americans that are so fed up with the federal government that they're just going to go. All of those New Yorkers that just love Donald Trump, oh, they're going yeah, to well, be down there. As we've learned uh, previously, um, major city centers are uh, big, big hotspots for Trump country oh, that yeah. came directly from Jesse Smollett. That's right. <laughs> so he told us that. Yeah, it's Trump country. It's Trump. It's, yeah, uh, that's so what they do. They run around and they yeah. say, this is Trump country. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, they're not sure when they're going to arraign him or if they're going to arraign him, but they're just getting ready. They're just getting ready. Um, I mean, it does seem like they are preparing for it. What? Again, they have not announced they're going to do this, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it certainly does seem like they're preparing for Weird, it in New York. It? It's almost like a circus. Uh, take our mm. mind elsewhere. Mm. Uh, so let's um, uh, let's talk about how stupid this administration thinks you are. Here's our here's our vice president talking to a black college team. Uh, after the uh, March Madness loss last Thursday. Here she is. Listen to this. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. Mm. You played hard. You played to the very last second. You made all us bison so, so did. You hustled out there. You are smart. You are disciplined. You put everything you had into the game. And you know, that's what it's about, right? Yeah. Until the last minute, yeah. you guys did that. Oh, you didn't stop did. until the last Yay. second, you did not stop. Okay. And that is so inspiring. Oh, me too. So you What's keep playing with chin up and shoulders back. Oh, shut up. 
Shut up. This is how stupid they think people are. She's talking to them like they're fourth, four, four years old. And like they won. Right, which right. they did not. They oh, got you destroyed. You're hard out. You were shut up. You look so smart. Shut and up. You played to the last minute. Was there a choice? Uh, what other what other uh, possibility is there? Yeah, than playing no. to the last minute. <laughs> That's what all teams do in every game. Let me ask you this. So this is again little circus, little sideshow that you can watch. Meanwhile, there is someone talking to students like an adult and talking to them about uh, the um, the banking process and what's really going on. Listen to this teacher talking to his students. Listen to this. So I put 10,000 into the bank. They take my 10,000 and they go get 100,000. They borrow it from the Fed window. They get 10 times the amount of our deposits that we put into the bank. They then get 10 times the amount. They then take that 10 times the amount and they put it into treasury bonds or something else that's going to give them a yield of 7% or 6%. While they pay us what? 0.0000 nothing percent. Right. And then what happens? We get hip to it and say, hey, Mr. Silicon Valley Bank, can I have my money back? Oh, we don't have it right now. I want my money back. I don't have it. Everybody, I want my money back. Give us our money back. Hold on. We got to go sell the treasury bonds that we invested in that now are upside down because the rates are through the roof. And I don't have your money. So what has to happen to their Ponzi scheme that I would have went to jail if I did that? They get bailed out. Mr. Biden comes up and says, oh, I'm going to print more money. I wonder why he's going to print more money to devalue your dollar even more. Because guess what they're doing next to you? They're going to centralize banking. They're going to own crypto. Okay, okay. They're going to regulate everything to be digital. Okay, all right. So this is the first step oh to doing gosh, it. Oh my gosh, stop, I can't. That's a conspiracy theory. That is, how irresponsible, that teacher. Boy, I'll tell you something right now, peddling these lies. I found something yesterday interesting. It's called FedNow. Here's how it works. Cut one. Today, people and businesses expect to make and receive payments at the click of a button, any time of the day, every day of the year. And most expect their financial institutions to offer or support payment services that meet the speed and convenience they seek. In fact, three in four businesses and two-thirds of consumers surveyed think it's important that their bank or credit union offer faster payments. Right. Financial institutions interested in meeting these demands can use the Federal Reserve's upcoming FedNow service Ooh. to build innovative payment offerings that what? can help them retain and attract customers Holy. and avoid losing out to the competition. Wow. With the FedNow service launching in 2023, uh -huh. the time to start preparing is now. Right. What can financial institutions do to get ready? Hmm. A bank or credit union should first get a sense of the demands and trends in the market. Let's take a look at how one financial institution might do this. Meet Jill, the Hi, Jill. CEO of Community Bank. Oh, Jill keeps a close eye on Community Bank's customer retention rates. She was surprised to see new research showing that nearly two-thirds of businesses and one-third of consumers 
indicated they would factor access to faster payments into future decisions on whether to switch financial institutions. Oh Dumb gosh. polls are they taking? Jill and her team looked at their own customer transactions and discovered an increasing number of customers moving funds to alternative payment services, such as digital wallets and mobile payment apps. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This corresponded with a noticeable decline in customers' deposits and accounts at community Uh-oh. banks. Uh-oh. They knew they had to take action. Jill and team reviewed FedNow education tools and resources to understand how the service will work and how to prepare for it. They also learned about instant payment use cases, including account-to-account transfers, bill pay, and person-to-person transactions. Stop. These Just resources. A so these, the FedNow, the FedNow system is taking applicants beginning next month, and they're launching this July for your independence, for your freedom, for your security, for your benefit. And so now you can you can go to one of these banks. You might meet Jill. Did I introduce you to Jill from Community Bank? Uh, Jill's done a survey and she found people want you know, access to their money quickly. <laughs> Two thirds of consumers <laughs> believe their money should be available at the bank when they go. Good poll. Okay, so what is Jill doing? Jill's going to the Fed and saying, can we have your non-blockchain system and, uh, and, and have it so we can give everybody a, a credit card or a bank card and it, it won't say Fed now on it, but it'll be the engine of Fed now, where they just swipe their card and instantaneously they can buy something. Yeah. What? What yeah. kind of futuristic world is this? It's a crazy futuristic world. Flying cars. What's next? <laughs> but it will be faster. Because, see, right now, like, if you go to a bank... And you need to transfer funds. You got to go to the bank and say, hey, I need to transfer these from one account to another. And then they're like, oh, okay. Account number. And they write it down. Okay. And you want to transfer where? Okay. All right. Sign this. Okay. Then then, Then they do this really old archaic thing. They go. Uh, okay. Done. Hello, (laughs) it's the year 2023. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can't wait that long. No, we need something faster and we want it to go through the Fed every time we make a purchase of something. What could possibly go wrong with this system? Well, they want you to know this is an alternative for a Fed coin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're not. They're saying, no, I, we want you to know clearly this is not to introduce central bank digital currency, a CBDC. No, no. This is an alternative to that. Hmm. Why do you? Hmm. Why do you? It doesn't sound like much of an alternative. It sounds like the same thing. Well, no, because you'll have. You'll have a bank card instead. It'll be your local bank doing it. It looks like one thing, but it is another. And also, Jill is a man. (laughs) 
That's how the video ends. We didn't get to that part, but that's how it ends. You find out that Jill, the CEO of Community Bank, wow, he's a dude. So did anybody hear about the quote, much anticipated mm. and, uh, uh, and heralded new Fed Now system? Have you been waiting? Because I didn't even know about it. No. I, in fact, I thought all of this was a conspiracy. The video was from 2021. Yeah. It's almost like there was something behind this the whole time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird that it's like, hey, everybody, we're going to do this uh, in April. And banks, if you're having a liquidity problem, your answer is just over the horizon with Fed now. Wow. What a coincidence. But remember... This has nothing to do with a Fed coin because that would track every dime that you spend. Oh, and some other things that uh, you should probably be aware of. I'll tell you about that in 60 seconds. How do people have faith in socialism? It's failed over and over and over again. You know why? You know why it's failed? Wrong people. No, it's not that it's a horrible idea and goes against human nature itself, so it always ends in bloodshed. No, it always ends in bloodshed because they didn't do it right. But this time, it will be different. (laughs) Now, how do you get people to believe that? Oh, I don't know. Take over education? Yeah, and they've done that. What are your kids learning? I would like to ask you to turn to the Tuttle Twins to help fight back and teach your kids about personal responsibility, free markets, entrepreneurship, limited government. By the way, you know who we have on today? You want to talk about personal responsibility and entrepreneurship? The guy who started Home Depot is on with us today. Mm. He is fantastic. Anyway, the Tuttle Twins will teach your kids all of these things. The left despises these because, I mean, they'd be good, but it was just the wrong people writing it this time. Maybe they can rewrite it like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, the, um, uh, the Tuttle Twins would like to offer you a free DVD with some of the episodes of their cartoons. They now have really great cartoons uh, and their books. All you have to do is order a set of their kids' books at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This week only, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You get a free DVD with the episodes of their cartoon when you order the books. That's this week only, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10-second station ID. Okay, next hour, we're going to get into this and uh, show you exactly what needs to be done and uh, what is really happening. But we've been telling you about the Uniform Commercial Code. I know kids are running. Wait, Dad, is he talking about the UCC again? Turn it up. I know it's so exciting. Uh, But the the Uniform Commercial Code is um, the UCC is something that we use to just make everything uh, compliant with each other, easy to do business with each other. It's been around forever, and they change it from time to time. But they've just made a major change um, uh, regarding CBDC. It is changing the the uh, definition of money to include the Fed 
coin, which definitely is not happening. It's just Fed now, which is an alternative. Anyway, it's really important that you stop this dead in its tracks. However, we have been talking to some attorneys and everything else, and uh, there's uh, there's more uh, to this than met the eye. When you put money into a bank, you are taking real physical cash that you possess uh, or can possess, and you're giving that over to the bank as a deposit. When you do that, you give the bank control of that money. So as soon as you give the money to the bank, you're really no longer the owner of that money. The bank has that money. You become a liability, somebody they have to pay back. That's the way the law is written. The bank owns the money. And you're still entitled to get the money back, of course, um, and to use the deposit account to cover expenses. But you're no longer the owner of the money. This is why the bank has the right to lend the money to somebody else without checking with you first. If you want to take the money out of the bank account, you take ownership again. You're like, I don't like you, Mr. Banker. I'm going to go see Jill at Community. Was it Jill? The guy at Community. Jill, Jill at Community Bank. Community Bank. You take your deposit out. You take it in cash. You walk away and you go over see Jill. Hey, Jill. Oh, formerly hey, Jim. You want to you want to open up an account with us? <laughs> okay, here's the problem with central bank digital currency. There is no physical cash. There's even with Bitcoin, you can take it on a thumb drive and you stick it in your pocket. Or you can move it from uh, you know, one uh, off ramp to another. Just memorize your seed phrase. That's all you Yeah, you get to do good. A bunch of different things. Okay. So, but it's yours. But CBDC is electronic and it's only in Fed now. <laughs> it's only in the Federal Reserve System. So, let's see. Is that a Fed now in your pocket, Jill? <laughs> or are you just happy to see me? Theoretically, a digital currency could be designed so you could download it on a hard drive, store it on a private digital wallet or something. But that's what Fed now is getting rid of. So there's no chance uh, that CBDC is going to be designed this way. Now, that means your deposits, once you deposit them in the bank with the Fed, that makes the deposits not money. Therefore, you don't own it. The institution controlling the platform, either the private banks or the feds, would own it. You would own no money. It would be the people who control the platforms. Oh, you mean like you'll own nothing, you'll have no privacy, and you'll love it? Well, yes, two of those three things are true. The Glenn Beck Program. More on this coming up in just a minute. Um, let me tell you about my pillow. You know the uh, number one selling item from Mike Lindell's my pillow company would be come on slippers. Believe it. My pillow is having a massive closeout sale on their slippers. When you use the promo code Beck, you'll get the all season slippers for twenty five bucks. 
This is normally $149.98, which means you're getting over $120 in savings. My Slippers has this amazing four-layer design you're just not going to get from any other slipper. Patented layers ensure extra comfortability and durability, which means you can wear them anytime, anywhere, and your feet are going to feel great. They come in a ton of new colors. They make perfect gifts. Uh, You know, I'm just saying, son... Uh, you've been wearing my slippers and maybe you owe your dad a new pair of slippers. I'm just saying. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. MyPillow.com. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers for 25 bucks. Normally 149 Get this blowout now. 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code, will not be censored. You'll get 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. So uh, yesterday I, uh, I tweeted and put something, I think, on Instagram. Um, a video of my... My wife uh, and I went shopping at Costco yesterday, and so I just uh, I just tweeted, uh, not saying you should go to Costco, but I'm not not saying it either. Um, uh, just assuming like a dummy that people would understand that I'm concerned about the banking system, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just a good idea to stock up on aspirin and children's Tylenol and allergy medicine and things that you know you're gonna need. If there's a breakdown of the supply chain, you don't want to be without medicine and toothpaste and things like that. Sure. So that's what I did yesterday. Uh, and then immediately it caught fire with Glenn Beck is suggesting that there will be so much unrest due to Trump being indicted that people should stock up on essentials. <laughs> you you suggested that? <laughs> that's what I suggested, mm. apparently. So uh, that was what I was really worried about. It had nothing to do with the bank's. Uh, nope, uh-uh. had nothing to do with that. I feel like that was in the news. People uh, may have heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might have been something that I've been known to talk about uh, being prepared. Um, and speaking of that, I have the results of this audience, and I think it's going to shock you. Uh, this audience, we took uh, a poll of 10,000 audience members. How prepared are you? Now, we took this last week, Stu. You didn't, you didn't get a chance to participate, darn right. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for mainly entertainment purposes, uh, I thought we would uh, have you take the poll. Uh, <laughs> how much food do you have saved with a long shelf life? Uh, I only order takeout. Maybe till the end of a work week. At least two weeks worth of food. My food stockpile can last several months. That's three. Uh, I'm good for at least a year. I mean, definitely at least two weeks. I would say the question is, can I get to several months? And I think, can you get several months? It's, it's three. Yeah, I think I could get to. I I'll go with that one. I think I could get to that. I have. I do have a. a um, I had a place in order a couple of years ago. My Patriot Supply got some stuff for what? Like your forty-eight hour kit for my no, Patriot Supply? No, it was supply. like a big, a couple of big boxes. Okay, it's got lots of packets no in there. Do you even know where exactly. they are? Yeah. Oh boy. They're, yes, I, I loosely. They're in what I know kind of where they are. Okay. How much? I could find them at a pinch. <laughs> how much bottled water do you have stored in case of an emergency? Mm. Tap water doesn't count. None. I'd be dead within three days. I have a large. 
pack of plastic water bottles from my kids' soccer games that could last okay. a couple of days. Definitely at least, at least this high. I have a few Costco-sized water bottle packs that could last a week or two. My water stockpile could last several months. I'm good for at least a year. There's a big gap between a couple weeks and several months. Yeah, I, I I feel like I'm falling in that window quite a bit because I do have a few of those big uh, water cooler jugs. Yeah, you know I kept. Yeah, we had yeah, a water yeah. cooler for a while. We don't have it right. anymore. But I kept a bunch of the extra bottles just in case because I was thinking about you. You're always talking about so how we need when things. let's say power goes out. Yeah, you'll be able to not fill those right away. No, they're filled. Oh, they're filled. They're sealed. Good for you. First, when they were first Good for delivered. You. Good for you. Now, then you probably have a better water supply than I have. Really? Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, I, I knew I'm it. I'm the one who's prepared around here. Oh, well, I, anyway. Um, <laughs> how many of the following basic supplies do you have? Mm-hmm. A flashlight with extra batteries? I probably, yeah, almost I'm definitely. I'm like a battery central man. Yeah, my, my wife, wife has. is like batteries. Uh, battery-powered solar-powered radio. Solar-powered radio, radio. or battery-powered radio. I might have that. Cell phones mm. and chargers. Yeah. Cell, pho- cell phones and chargers. Yes, I've yes. got cell phones and chargers. And uh, matches. Hey, we have a few lighters. Yeah. Does that count? Well, I guess. Doesn't yeah. say lighters, but, but yeah. matches. I mean, yeah. I think I was pretty good on that okay. one. I, yeah, you know. okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, how this is, secure, I'm basically a prepper is what we're learning here. Uh, uh, how secure <laughs> is your home or your shelter? Not prepared at all. I have a fireplace and firewood. Okay. Yeah. I do have so, a fireplace. Yeah, but it's gas, isn't it? Uh, I do have a gas fireplace. Yeah. I do have a, a, a out, out, uh, uh, one of those little outdoor fire pits. Does uh-huh. that count? I got, it's got a propane tank. No, no, it really no. doesn't. Okay. No. Uh-uh. All right. We can, bring, we can move, slide that right into the house. What could go wrong? Yeah. I have an alternate source of heat to cook food. Like a charcoal grill or camping stove. That's there you are. I have a gas grill. Um, in addition to a heat source, I have a backup generator in case of power outages. Uh, I, have, I have a very, I have a little backup generator. Okay. We used it because we lost power. Right. And I was able to power the refrigerator for like eight straight there you hours. Go. There you go. We didn't lose our food. Yeah. I have an entire bunker that's ready to go if power goes out. Uh, I do not have that. You do not well, have I, that. I have that. That's Glenn's house. Yeah. We think of Glenn's house no, as our bunker. I have guns if I wouldn't have lost them in that That's why I'm happy you end. lost them in the fishing right. accident, because now I can come over and you probably won't shoot at me, at least early. How strong is your emergency fund? This one I, is really in, very important, mm. because if the banks go down, which do not panic, all you have to do is prepare. If you have enough money for... A few days of what it would cost to, you know, get gas and food or whatever, you should have that in cash. Be great to have, you know, your monthly bills in cash for a month. Okay. But you should have some cash just in case there's a banking holiday. (laughs) I love that. I mean, the banks collapse. I mean, I'm not paying bills. What are they going to do? Uh, I just tell them the bank's collapse. Sorry, I can't right. make those payments. Okay. How strong is your emergency fund? I don't have an emergency fund. My emergency fund can cover one to two months of expenses. This is not cash on hand. This is what you would have in the bank. Okay. Three to five months of expenses, six to eight months of expenses, a year's worth of expenses. 
I mean, I could go easily into multiple years. So yeah. I got it all stored over at FTX. <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't checked in a while. Though. Uh, <laughs> how much do you have invested in silver, gold, or other precious metals? Mm-hmm. None. I bought half a gram of silver just for kicks. Precious metals are a small part of what I have. Precious metals, medium, or precious metals, large part. Ooh, uh, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, get, I mean, this is entertainment purposes. This is entertainment only. purposes. My social say, security number, is that yeah. the next question on this? How uh, many of these barter skills do you know? Oh, gosh. Ooh, I was bad on this one. Mm. Carpentry, sewing, <laughs> auto repair, medical expertise, mm. or zero. When when do you get to talk on radio? Yeah. Do you get <laughs> that's that? zero. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. zero. I had to punch zero on that one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, zero how much emergency that. fuel do you have stored for your car? None. I have an extra gallon of gas in the garage. I have enough extra gas for last a month. Gas stored for last. What do you do? Six months. What are you supposed to do with extra gas? You put I, it I, in. You put it in. You know, plastic containers. Yeah. The big red plastic yeah. containers. Okay. And then what? And then you you fill them up. Uh-huh. And then over about a two-month period, you cycle through that gas. So if you need gas instead I've of- read horror stories about the- Because I had the, the- Because we lost power, I had to go get gas at the, you know, for yeah, the generator. Yeah. Right. And I, I did that. And then I had left- Once the power came back on, I had leftover gas. Right. And then I, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this gas? And then I started re- I went online. I made the mistake of searching for what I should do. And it was like, your house will burn down if you keep this gas anywhere within 500 feet of your home. Stop. That's basically what they said. So then I just started I just started running my car in the driveway, burning gas and filling it back up. <laughs> That's legitimately what I did. Is that really what you did? I, I, just, I just ran my gas in the driveway for like eight straight hours and just kept filling it up until I burned all the gas into the atmosphere, directly into the atmosphed. If you have a shed or something like that just keep it in in the shed then the shed burns down that's right. what the online then there'll said. be an explosion uh how well do you know how to use a paper map ah, I could, i'm good at that hopeless that. without an iphone could possibly navigate to the other side of the neighborhood navigate around a new city can handle long-haul roadmap trips with a paper map uh i'm uh i'm bear grills drop me in the middle of Mo- uh, mongolian desert with a map and a compass and i can find my way back to civilization i mean i probably am not to that level but i can read a paper map i will say this is the same thing that's going to happen with ai i was thinking of you the other day when i was thinking of this because uh what happened from maps to gps is about is about what's about to happen with our like writing skills everything 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 yeah. you're not going to do any of it anymore yeah. you're just going to look you're going to Click AI. You're gonna click Chat GPT. It's gonna write something up for you. you to glance at it. it. You'll go. I need report for school. <laughs> yes, we got it. The idiocracy is going yeah, to happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. All right. Did you did you actually take it and click on it? Or oh, not? I thought you were doing it. No, I was doing it for me. You. I'm Mad Max, by the way. One hundred percent. You have Even to with be. no skills. No skills. All right, hold on. Anyway, I'm quickly going through. Here. You go through right. it. Ten thousand people took the quiz in this audience. Where do you think most of this audience is? Uh, I mean, I would think you'd think this audience is super well prepared, right? So 1.7 are toast. Okay. (laughs) You won't survive if your kitchen table breaks. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know what to do. I had to eat the children. Uh, So let's... 1.7 1.7 that took it not prepared at all. 13% could survive a mild disaster. 
they've tucked um, you know some finances away for emergencies. They have useful tools or skills, um, you know, and a little bit of food. Um, most of this audience could survive a big disaster. In fact, sixty nine point eight percent of this mm. audience. Congratulations. You have some investment in precious metals, an emergency fund, some food and supplies stockpiled, maybe an extra generator. Even though you may not be a prepper, you've taken steps to prepare for hard times, which will protect you and your loved ones for weeks, even months. That's 70 percent of this audience. Hmm. Uh, and then there's then there's this uh, Mad Max category of 15 percent, 14.7 percent, 15 percent of this audience is Mad Max. Um, you're one of the few people uh, who could actually survive a nuclear apocalypse. Uh, there, you know, there's few that I bet you in the general population, I can't even imagine what one percent, less than one percent. Your bunker is stocked with food, water, supplies to last you months. Silver, gold, emergency fund will help you cruise in times of financial distress. You can secure more goods because you have learned a bunch of barter skills. You are Mad Max. It's great. Now, yeah. if you haven't taken this test, you could just take it for yourself now. But we have the ultimate preparation uh, guide, which is filled with really easy. Do this. Do you have this? Just a checklist. And you can go as far as you want on the list. But it is a really easy guide to be prepared for whatever may come your way. Um, go to glenbeck.com now and uh, see how prepared you actually are. Uh, and then prepare. If you want that list, you can find it at glenbeck.com. I think it's it's no longer on the front page, so I think you have to go down at glenbeck.com and click on, what is it, extra stories or something like that. Um, if you just go to the front page, let me see what it says. You'll, you'll load more yeah, load, content. Load like. more content. It's mm -hmm. right before my big fat face with the radio and TV on it. Uh, load more content. Hit that, and then you'll find it on that second page. All right. Recently, Independent Living Systems, uh, which is a healthcare administrator and solutions provider, went through a data breach that exposed personal information of yeah, just about 4.7 million people. The hack went on from July of 22 to just recently, pulling patient names, social security, tax numbers, medical, health insurance information, absolutely everything. Imagine if you were one of the victims. It is important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft can affect our lives, all of our lives. We do everything online. Get 25% off now your subscription to LifeLock. Top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent all identity threats or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the best out there, in my opinion. You can join now, save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25% now. Lifelock.com. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, the White House has sounded the alarm on the Freedom Caucus budget plan. You know, they want to cut uh, spending. 
and uh, Joe Biden said it's irresponsible. He's got to spend seven trillion, seven trillion dollars uh, in the next year. There's nothing left uh, in the cupboard. Yeah, there's nothing left. Nope. So he needs six point eight trillion dollars uh, or we're going to default. And uh, the Freedom Caucus says, no, I, I don't. Mm-mm, I don't think so. But. Who will win? So we need to spend more money to avoid default. When you, I feel you like the opposite. Spend money true. to make money, yeah. Stu. Yeah, you got to spend money to make make money. Imagine how much money we're going to make if we spend if we spend six point eight trillion dollars. I mean, I, it'll be less than six point eight trillion dollars. Knowing <laughs> knowing this government, uh, and um, I, I'm not expecting that the president is there. They are seriously considering. Photographing him, mugshot and fingerprint if he's indicted and bring him in. And Trump has said the whole point. Yeah. Trump said he'd turn himself in. Trump has also said you could do it virtually, you know, and that can be done. But nope, not good enough. They need a perp walk. This is the whole reason they're doing this, right? Uh, And and I think they're doing it intentionally just to drive you out of your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not it's it's uh. Is it really a coincidence that this is happening when we're this close with Joe Biden and all of his stuff in with Hunter Biden? Really? Because once he does this, then they'll just say they're only doing that because of what we did to to Donald Trump. That's what they're going to say. Is it also a coincidence that we're on the eve of war and financial collapse and this is going on? No. That's you should hear that every time, every time. Uh, there's no reason to get upset by this. They've been doing this to Donald Trump since the since the day he walked down the elevator. Uh, so what are we going to do about it? We're going to elect people who have a spine and we're going to keep Uh, the heat on the feet of the GOP and tell them stop this nonsense stop it now where's your spine stand up to the justice department